everybody, and welcome to Corset and Crown, presented by Buzzing About Romance. On this episode of A Corset and Crown, Duchess Katie, myself, and Lady Sadie are discussing Beverly Jenkins, aka Miss Bev's latest, Wild Rain. And since both myself and Lady Sadie have July birthdays, we thought it would be fun for this month to each pick one, um, a book that we both, that I, that one of us loved, um, that the other hasn't read yet and kind of do a quick shot of that for each other to celebrate our birthdays. Lady Sadie, why don't you give us the synopsis? All right, so the synopsis is from Goodreads. The second novel in USA Today, best-selling author Beverly Jenkins' compelling new Women Who Dare series follows a female rancher in Wyoming after the Civil War. A reporter has come to Wyoming to do a story on doctors for his Black newspaper, Back East. He thinks Colton Lee will be an interesting subject until he meets Colton's sister, Spring. She runs a room ranch, wears denim pants instead of dresses, and is the most fascinating woman he's ever met. But Spring, who has overcome a raucous and scandalous past, isn't looking for, nor does she want, love. As their attraction grows, will their differences become come between them or unite them for an everlasting love? Um, and just so everyone knows, this is the second book in the Women Who Dare series. They do stand alone, but the first one is Rebel, if you're curious, which is also a very fun read. Yes. So this book was actually released this year um, on February 9th, 2021. And um, I've I've read it before. You know, this is this was my pick for Sadie because she hasn't read this book yet. Um, and I've been screeching about it on Instagram ever since. So if you follow me on Instagram, you probably have seen me post about this book repeatedly. So some of our tropes in this one, cinnamon roll. Garrett is a cinnamon roll. Miss Bev even said he is her first cinnamon roll. Accurate. We got an Accurate. independent woman. We got an independent woman and we have a few sickbed scenes. So that's, you know, those aren't necessarily tropes as they are characteristics, but it's this, this one wasn't in my opinion, terribly trope heavy? No? No, I wouldn't say that. I would say also another, not really trope, but I consider it a trope is everyone is over 30. Yes. We're all fully formed adults here. We are grown um, ass people. We are grown mm -hmm. ass people, um, which doesn't always happen as often in historic romance. Um, so I do want to shout that out. Steam level, probably like a two. Yeah. I would say um, it's probably the fastest paced Ms. Bev, I've read. Um, I've been pacing myself through Jenkins' backlist because it, while it's massive, I'm very concerned it's finite. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, I have been putting off reading them all, but this one was pretty fast-paced and probably about a two for the steam. Mm -hmm. Accurate. So what did you think? I adored it. I mean, so... Yeah. And I was texting Katie through this whole thing, but I, <laughs> it definitely comes down to hashtag horny and historical, mm -hmm. uh, which is, which is the essence of all of Beverly Jenkins books. They're so historically fascinating, just full of facts. And I end up learning new things and then going down deep rabbit holes of like, holy crap, how did I not know this? And I learn all these awesome things, which is one of my favorite things about historic romance is that aspect of it, of like, Ooh, that's something I didn't think of it that way, or I didn't even know that happened. And so I right. think that's really, really fun. Um, I also just love that she writes really strong female characters. They are so strong. And I just, 
She's so great. <laughs> this heroine is so great. She drinks yes. whiskey and wears pants and orders fancy scotch from Scotland that has to be imported to Wyoming. And mm-hmm. she's got like her gun on her hip. Like, oh, she is a tank. To Absolutely no shit. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Completely. Completely. Yeah. yeah. Oh my god. But it doesn't stop and- her from also being wicked sexy. Yes. Like, she mm-hmm. and she doesn't need anyone to tell her that like she knows she's attractive she mm-hmm. is awesome I had such a good time reading about her but let's not forget Garrett he is really <laughs> cool so he uh grew up as a slave and has lived both as a slave and as a free man uh he fought in the Union Navy he's traveled the world he's actually much more traveled and educated than um than spring and so that's a really interesting dynamic. Um, but they also have very different worldviews because of how they grew up. Um, but Garrett is soft as just, he's just so sweet and gooey. He's so sweet mm-hmm. and gooey. And he's he, teddy bear. Uh, some competence kink. He loves to watch her be her. And he's just mm-hmm. like, wow, you're awesome. <laughs> and I, he, just, I, I love a hero with a competence kink. Well, and that's the, that's, I mean, that's one of the many reasons I love this book so much is because the way, like you mentioned his, um, you know, being more traveled, being like educated in a different way. Um, you know, he's used to what it's like back East and it's the whole, it's what you see in other historical romances. Like the men don't sit down until the lady does, they open the door, they do all these things that gentlemen do And spring is like, what the is wrong with you why are you doing this and <laughs> I think I think it was Reagan um Spring's sister-in-law who is the heroine of Tempest so this could tack on to the end of that series because this isn't yeah. this is a, this, the old west this is yeah. a combination of old west and women who dare so mm-hmm. if you've come from either of those series this is great yeah and she's like if a man wants to do those things for you you know if that's what's going to make him happy because he's he's here letting you do the things that make you happy not letting you but you know he's happy to observe the things that make you happy like not stepping in when she's trying to do her chores and things like that so it's just kind of it's it's a give and take it's not even compromise it's just like understanding what this other person what makes them happy and ex- accepting that and being yeah. okay with it um because he doesn't he doesn't want to do things for her um you know take in in the sense of taking them away um just to prove that he's a man like no that's that is super duper not Garrett um he like I said before he is Miss Bev's first cinnamon roll and it and it is amazing it's he's he's just so you know he wants to defend her honor without making her feel like she needs her honor defended and things like that and she kind of comes to realize too like when he sticks up for her she's like that's kind of nice I kind of like that yeah Uh, that's such a great part and and them both being fully formed humans like they they have to learn to accept the other without trying to change them like yes and that really comes to a head at one of our favorite things, which this is going to be a spoiler, but what is it, Katie? Um, that they don't, she does not want children. And she is, she's emphatic about it. And to Garrett, he doesn't, he doesn't understand at first 
because they, you know, they're eventually going to go their separate ways. He's from back East. She lives in Wyoming. He was there to do a story about her brother. He was going to go back and he just for his whole life, because that's how he was raised. That's what you did. And he wanted a freeborn child. Um, but it eventually becomes less important to him. Like, it's not like, it's not like he's compromising. I mean, I think he even says, I would rather be with you without children than without you with children. You know, it's, it's his love for spring is more important to him than the thought of having a freeborn child. It's not even so much about procreating. It's, it was his idea of having a child who wasn't born into slavery. Wait, so, so, which is huge for him to uh-huh. be like to get there to get there and she is adamant through the whole thing this doesn't come out of nowhere at the end like she says in chapter one i don't want to be a mother Mm-mm. um but i just i have to read this quote because it just oh this, such a good scene all right to tell you i love you and that if you don't want children i won't love you less to hope you'll overlook me being a ham-handed rube for my backward thinking of and forgive me and let me love you until the mountains are no more. Like just, oh, I loved it. I loved every part of that. And it just, there's and just it, so many good scenes. I just, this book is top notch, like total five stars across the board. Just brilliance. No and question. Yeah. Like spring confesses her love first while she's riding away from him at one point and like cackles as he tries to chase her down. Like just, their relationship is so good and I just love it it's a it's a it's a really amazing give and take between two like I mean she is in my opinion way more strong-willed and like self-assured than he is because he's just I mean that was his upbringing and everything Mm -hmm. but on the same token he is because he doesn't let anything else dictate his life. I mean, he's also said that his parents are trying to force an arranged marriage on him. And he's like, me and the girl are both like, no, thank you. Um, this would not work. So, you know, spring from right from the jump is just incredibly interesting. And, uh, Oh God, what's the word I'm looking for? She's, she's just so capable of Mm -hmm. everything. And, you know, there's even a scene in there which I, I found so unbelievably fascinating when she's trying to help uh, one of her friends, her business partner, break Mustangs, you know, break horses. And this is something that I think we've all come to expect. If you read Miss Bev at all, you're going to get a history lesson always. And sometimes it's a little bit more, um, it hits pretty hard like in your sternum like you're like this this happened this is real and I don't think it's necessarily her intention to like and you know maybe it is I don't I don't know her personally but to make you kind of really take a step back and look and be like okay this was so unbelievably fucked up Mm -hmm. but then there's this beautiful love story happening so it's just kind of like yes here it is here's the facts here's history but also joy. Yeah. Love. And, and joy you know, amidst horrible situations. Horrible. Like pure, like this is definitely not the darkest Ms. No. Bev I've read. Um, no. So if you're worried it will be too heavy, this one is not one of her heaviest stories, but she We're, always yeah. had like 
it's, it's heavy stuff, but this unadulterated, pure joy and love between these two characters is just a delight. Um, and there's a lot of good background characters in this book too, because they're in paradise, yes. Wyoming. So we're out West, we're away from the South and the East and everything. Yeah. So it's, it's, it's not like it, there isn't racism and prejudice and everything out there, but it's, it's not, it's not as, it's not on the page as much as it is like in, in rebel when they're in new Orleans, that kind new of Orleans thing. during so, reconstruction, right? Or exactly. Through the storm in the middle <sighs> of the civil war or yes. captured, which is pre-civil war <laughs> like <Yes>. so <laughs> this is Still not as great. heavy as some of her other stuff um, right this does uh content warning have some racism in it um mm-hmm. i wouldn't even say period specific it's very much just straight up racism it straight up could racism. easily be mm-hmm. today um yep. especially with a character who, uh who is indigenous and lives in paradise mm-hmm. and is a rancher and an engineer himself um and that is an amazing scene. It's so well done. And oh. checking, like checking your background and checking yourself and thinking things through is really important. And that was such a great moment. I really enjoyed that. Um, I, yeah, I think it's, I highly recommend it. I think everyone should read Ms. Bev, but I think this is a great place to start if you haven't already. Yes, I, I completely agree. Yeah, just even in talking about who would, who would like this book, literally anyone. If you've never read a romance, this one's low enough angst. If you've never read Miss Bev, obviously, like Sadie just said, um, I think it's, if you, if you're interested in seeing things that aren't in the Regency in England, yeah, which I think you should be because America has history too. And it ain't always pretty. Um, but this, like, this isn't like a, you know, one of the old West type of historical romances, this heroine is so damn strong. And so are the other women in the story that, you know, the story does not focus around. Um, I think it's, I think these kind of books are super fascinating. So to broaden your own horizons and look at post reconstruction in America and get a love story. This is, this is a good place to start or keep going. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. And I would recommend it. I, I, like I said, I cannot, I have not stopped talking about this book since it came out in February. Like, I think if you went to my feed, you'll see this book, like maybe four or five times. Like I, we all have those books. We all have those books. <laughs> yeah. I, I loved it so much. And I had never, I, I didn't know. I mean, I didn't know what to expect because I knew it was a, the second of women who dare. And, but I knew it wasn't, we weren't continuing with the Levesque family. Yeah. So I was like, and then I was like, holy crap, this is Colton's sister. Like the one who got, <laughs> the one who got shot by his fiance, his mail order bride in Tempest. Amazing. So Which I haven't read. To, so that's definitely happening. <laughs> but get, I we did to see them again too. Mm-hmm. So if you have read Breathless though, uh, so the younger sister, Reagan from Breathless, which takes place in Arizona is the sister-in-law in this book. So it's like mm-hmm. a combination there. Um, yeah. And I know there's no Levesque. I know people are really big Levesque fans. I'm a really big Levesque fan. I want to join that family. Come on, piracy. Yes. Um, <laughs> but there are no Levesques in this. No Levesques. But you get another really great family. And there's a you huge, get a, there's, there's also, family. I you, want more Paradise, a, Wyoming. 
I know, right? And I'm like, I know where that is. And they talk about, wait, this is a real place? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Google. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, not far from Cheyenne. Okay, I've been to Cheyenne. Yeah. So um, that's kind of kind of neat too, to hear about, hear these names dropped, sprinkled in and everything. I'm like, okay, that's where I am. I mean, I live outside of Denver and been to Cheyenne. So yeah, would absolutely recommend this book. Made me happy that Sadie hadn't actually read it yet. So we could do this for, for this particular episode, because I just wanted to scream about it some more with somebody. <laughs> it's a good one to scream about. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's definitely different than the book I sent you. It's all right. Which, it's for the record, this, everyone. I forgot <laughs> I had already made Becky read The Highwayman because I was like, oh, The Highwayman because that's what I make everyone read. And it's, and, it, and it's totally fine because I think that this is a perfect example of our like personality. So we're doing this one for me. This is my pick. And when you guys see what Sadie picked, It'll probably make perfect sense. <laughs> hey, look, so. I have an aesthetic. Yeah, <laughs> same. <laughs> I have no aesthetic on my Instagram, but I have an aesthetic on here. In um, life. All right. So we this will drop on July. This is dropping on July 8th. And our next one comes at the end of the month, July 22nd, which happens to be Katie's birthday. Yeah. So we'll be you about that um as always you can find me on instagram at literary illusions slide into my dms anytime i'm running out of trope ideas so come at me with your trope <laughs> requests help me <laughs> and, and I, where can we find you and i am books to katie on instagram um i that's the best place to to reach me that's where i am most frequently and um you know without giving too much away since this is a birthday month come follow us on instagram at corset and crown we might have there might be some fun we might you have can also something for you. hear both of us on lit wallflowers we are guest starring mm-hmm. with our delightful buddies over there so give them a listen and hear us talk about books that are definitely not going to come up here because yes. we're going to talk about them there <laughs> exactly <laughs> All right, right, everybody. I hope you have a lovely day. Thank you so much. Bye. Bye. Bye.